Hey stranger, before I get started, I really wanted to thank everyone that listened to the last podcast. It was a roller coaster trying to record that, and I really do appreciate you listening to my story, and I really hope that it helps some people, and I appreciate all the support and all the positive feedback that I've gotten off of it. I'm excited to say I finally fixed the audio of this, and, um... Funny story, I kind of had it on the wrong setting to begin with, so I also sound really nasally right now because I'm kind of sick, hence why I haven't put out another episode. It hurts to talk and, you know, you kind of need to use your voice when you're making a podcast, so I apologize for that. However, I'm extremely thankful for all the support and I'm just hoping that you guys still want to listen to me talk for an extended period of time. Alright, <laughs> now let's get started. I was really shocked when you guys actually wanted to listen to my story and so many people reached out and contacted me after listening to it. Considering it was an hour long, I really didn't think anyone was going to listen to it. And a lot of you actually did and were like live messaging me while listening to it and all the support that I got from it, it's unbelievable and I'm just so thankful and so blessed to have you guys listen to my story and even some of you like related to it and I'm just incredibly thankful. I'm also thankful that you know I can be able to say this without really censoring myself too much but at the same time I should watch what I say before I end up involving myself in a scandal or something hence another reason why I haven't put out another episode, I can talk about some really, really shady stuff that has happened in my life, but I also don't want to get sued, and I don't want people to be mad at me, because I hate confrontation, but at the same time, if someone confronts me about something, I don't tend to stand down easy, but I'm not really going to throw all that drama into my podcast, considering I like to live a drama-free life. That might have made some of you laugh, because I have this past reputation of being very confrontational and I'm not I'm trying my best to be the bigger person in life now and can we just all agree that being a bigger person sucks like it's terrible I've never had more issues in my life like suppress not even suppressing my own anger but just trying to be the best person I can be and it's so hard like (laughs) Some sometimes uh, if someone comes up to me and says something and I just don't agree with it like before I would say and I'm clapping my hands and you guys probably heard that that's not good for audio and I'm having another merry moment <laughs> back to what I was saying if someone comes up to me and says something and I don't agree with it normally I would have just said a joke or something like that but I'm really trying to just not say anything at all because it's not always nice to say what's on my mind. <laughs> anyway, um, today's episode, I'm going to kind of be talking about like trust issues and all this other stuff. I'm going to throw some of my poetry in there, and we're just going to see where it takes me. I still don't really have a format for this yet. I'm working on it. But then again, um, I don't really... I'm more of a spur-of-the-moment type person, spontaneous, and I say what comes out of my mouth when I say it because I want to, not because everything's in a list. 
but before I do, I'm just gonna read off some, like, titles that I had for the last episode because I have a dark sense of humor and I think they're kind of funny. So, um, a, a few of them is, like, Happy Almost Death Day, Walking Away from Suicide, um, Is This All I'm Good For, Baggage, Why Me, and all this other stuff. And, um, I decided, hey, if you want people to listen to this, why don't you just be really blunt in the, um, title? Not that it's clickbait, but I guess it was kind of clickbait, because I really didn't go into detail of the situation, like, super condensed what ended up pushing me over the edge. I kind of just explained all of the circumstances going around it. But I don't want to focus every single episode on my past. I kind of want to also talk about where I am in life now and how I'm trying to be a better person, even though it sucks. And I'm all nasally today and it's bothering me so, so, so much. And repetition is my friend. (laughs) Nervous laughter. You guys are going to get that a lot until I'm comfortable doing this. Um... I also have, like, so many notes in my phone. I'm just uh, trying to figure out what poem I want to read to you guys. Um, I I write a lot of poetry. Um, It really has helped me grow and be a bigger person. I didn't even realize, like, I was lacking it until I ended up taking this creative writing class in school. And we had the opportunity to go out of our way and create stories. And it was really beneficial for me because up until that moment... I never really had any way to express what I was going through. I never really had... I mean, of course I had family to talk to, but I was just too in my own head to talk to anybody. And um, so I really gravitated towards writing. And although I'm currently not going to college for writing or for anything because, you know, I'm failing at life right now. Um, and I decided to take a year off because I want to be a family person. On another note, um, I do really love writing and literature and poetry and I just, that's one of my passions and I've always really, I'm terrible at English, like I'm horrible at spelling, I'm horrible at grammar and vocab and all of that. I almost failed English like every single year in school but if it came to storytelling or poetry or writing or any of that like I excelled in it I was really passionate about it like you give me a book like Frankenstein I'll analyze the hell out of it because I just like finding meaning and stuff and reading between the lines and I, I really love doing all of that I think it's a lot of fun for me personally plus then I can use some of the stuff that I picked up in jokes that I say And not everyone gets my jokes, and it's frustrating at times, but it's just because my jokes are up here, and your understanding of it is down here, and it, if we could meet somewhere in the middle where you get my joke, it's actually kind of funny. Or maybe it's not, and I have a terrible sense of humor. Who knows? Wow, already seven minutes of me talking. That is great. Okay, so I'm going to read one of my poems, and, um... I'm just trying to figure out which one. Um, Actually, this is not one of my best, but I really like this poem because it's very um, outgoing and one of my more angry poems, and my angry poems are some of the best, in my opinion. 
Hold on one moment. I apologize for the little break. Um, my mom kind of woke up considering I'm filming, well, recording this really, really early in the morning. The only time I really have a chance to record any of this. And, um, I just didn't want <laughs> She was asking me what I was doing and I, I already told her about the podcast. But I won't let her listen to my last episode because I don't want to break her heart. She already knows, like, most of it, but... Anyway, that's a little tangent about my mama. And yes, I currently still live at home, but it... I have my own apartment and she has hers. So it's really nice and it works out nicely and I'm extremely thankful because I don't know what I'd do without her. That's a little tangent about my mama. And she surprised me with flowers today, which made me really, really happy considering I'm not feeling too... Well, I should probably get back to my poetry. This is actually one of her favorite poems of mine because I swear in it, so I apologize in advance for swearing in this poem. It's called 21 Letters. Hello world, let me introduce myself. I'm Mary Faustina Patterson. I entered into this world with nothing but 20 letters and a name and 20 letters with the hope of fame. I guess fame might be a stretch, but I'll cling to my 21 letters because I've made mistakes, but being a mistake is my birthright. Mary means bitter and Faustina means lucky, so I guess I was predestined to be a bitter lucky bitch, but I would rather be a bitter sweet necessity than have a bitch like you fuck with me, so lucky, so lucky me. Um, yeah, that one has a lot of swearing in it, but it's my mom's favorite poem of mine because I kind of say lucky me at the end, and that's why for a very, very long time I had the Instagram um, handle, I guess it's called be like lucky me one three three one but now it's bittersweet necessity because actually that's also where I got the name of this podcast that's crazy wow everything kind of comes full circle after a while I made that on August 14th too that's crazy back to another poem um this one um what one should I read oh this one's fun um this one is about um, <laughs> an ex of mine, and I know for a fact he's listening to this right now, considering I received a message from him, so I would like to say hi to you, and you shouldn't be listening to this, because this podcast isn't for you, but if you want to hurt your own feelings, go right ahead. I don't really care. <laughs> wow, I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> okay, so this poem is called Three Years. Three Years. I shattered every ounce of myself for you. I'm sorry to the ones I hurt because of you. Three years and I'm still apologizing for you. And I'm still recovering. Recovering by collecting all the pieces of myself, reopening the wounds and collecting tear-stained glass. Three years ago, I became the fragile vase. A vase you owned and kept on the top shelf. A vase you kept out of sight. Out of sight until you'd fill me with flowers. Flowers for your next victim. But I was the naive glass vase. A vase filled to the brim with love. But it only takes one hit before I became shattered. Three years later, and I'm still broken. Because you can pick up the glass, sweep away the debris, and mend all the pieces. But when tears sink into the skin and glass... Sorry, I messed up. <laughs> Let me restate that line. Um... But when tears sink into the skin and glass melts into your heart, the cracks will still show through. 
three years later, and now I have tattoos. I have tattoos to cover the cracks, because tattoos look a lot sexier than scars, and I would choose my tattoos over you every time, because with my tattoos, the scars can't show through, and I no longer fucking belong to you. Yeah, a lot of my poems have swearing in it, because I write really happy poetry, and then I write really sad poetry, and then I write really, really angry poetry. It all kind of depends on my mood. But I guess this episode is filled with poetry, and if you don't like poetry, you should probably click off now. I shouldn't be saying that, because, you know, I kind of really want you guys to listen to it, considering I never really share my poetry unless it's online or on Facebook when I decide to share it. But, I mean, I really, I don't know, it helps bring clarity to me. And I think it's a really great outlet because everyone needs something to relieve stress or to help them through depression or anything like that. So if you're going through anything at home or even just in your own mental state and you need something to just express all your thoughts. I mean, some people write songs, but in all actuality, all songs really are is just examples of poetry. Like some of the best like rap is like based off of poetry, in my opinion, because Even if it's free verse, you know, it doesn't have to rhyme. I mean, I honestly kind of hate poems that rhyme. And I don't know. It's just everyone has something. And you can either learn to live with everything that you're going through and find a way to fix it. And the way I fix myself, or at least the way I try to, is by writing poetry. I wonder how many times I said poetry in this episode so far. I'm kind of going on a tangent. I've already been talking for 13 minutes. Holy crow. <laughs> oh no. Um, happy for you already probably clicked off by now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read a couple other poems that are a little bit sa- more sad and I don't know. We'll see. I have a habit of also saying I'm sorry a lot, so I kind of made this poem, like, with that in mind. So the poem, you guessed it, it's called I'm Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the human- the the the. Let me restart, because clearly I can't read, I can't talk, I can't do any of that, I'm illiterate, I can't spell. Oh my gosh, I'm just a mess. I'm also losing my voice, and I constantly slip up words. So, oh my goodness, let me just get back to this poem. (laughs) I'm sorry, and that's ironic. Anyway, back to this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the woman I used to be. I'm sorry that your heart wasn't for me. I'm sorry I left you with lies. I'm sorry I left without saying goodbye. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm sorry is how my heartbeat sounds. I'm sorry, but I deserved better, and it breaks my heart. I'm sorry that it's over. I just wish you were sober. I'm sorry, but I'm a stranger now. I'm sorry I found my way out. Now, contrary to popular belief, that is not about my daughter's father. I will not say who it is about, but half of the poems that I write, I pull a Taylor Swift, and I just write about, like, my past, like, experiences with love or liking someone or just you know getting my heart broken because i'm really good at that but to be completely honest i break my own heart because i'm scared of letting people come close to me wow i just admitted that look at me already doing some healing over here (laughs) oh goodness gracious 
Okay, so this one is called Resilience. Why am I reading all my poems, like, in this one episode? I'm gonna have no content for the next one. <laughs> oh well, I guess it just gives me a, an excuse to write more poetry. And I am completely tripping over my words right now because it hurts to talk. So I'm probably gonna have to wrap this up soon. On another note, back to this poem called Resilience. I woke up today. When I woke up, I was actually happy. I think I'm getting better now. Now, I can smile knowing, knowing I have some hope. Hope for a better future. A future that's bright and warm. A future no longer dark and cold. Because your residence warmed my soul. Remain resilient or let me go. That one was both happy and sad. Because that, um train of thought did not last that long. I'm losing my voice so bad. You guys can hear this. Like, why are you still listening to me being so groggy? Like, click off now. Actually, don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what else can I... Oh, this is a really good one. But, um, let me see if I can find it. Why do I not have this poem anymore? Oh, I found it because... My notes and my phone are so unorganized. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This one's called Seven Letters because I'm obsessed about writing poetry, which has like a number in the title. And I love the number seven. I also love the number 13. And 1331 is one of my favorite numbers. You guys don't need to know that, but now I do. <laughs> so this one is Seven Letters. I hate poetry. Correction, I hate poems that rhyme because it takes me to a time when my heart wasn't mine. A time of elementary. A time when family only met at a cemetery. A time when life had more court dates than play dates. A child of divorce was left broken. Broken from a system that promised remorse. Now I write to ease my soul. A soul left more broken than my childhood. As I write, it calms my heart and mind. And I often wish I could rewind to remind myself that I am worthy of being loved. But I'm often left thinking what's left. What's left before a time of anxiety. The seven-letter word that destroys me. Can we replace that word? That seven-letter word is easy to disguise. Disguise and revise that bitter word. If we did, maybe we wouldn't have so many tears blurred. Maybe then we wouldn't feel left estranged. What if we changed it to the what-ifs? What if the what-ifs never became the will-sees and maybes? Maybe then we wouldn't have anxiety. A seven-letter word that's ingrained in my soul. A word that always leaves me wanting more. A word that makes me want more clarity. Clarity that you might actually love me. Yeah, that's sad. That's a really sad poem. Oh god. Half of these poems are so sad. <laughs> no, because the way I write poetry is, like, I'll write a really, really happy poem, and then when I'm feeling really, really sad, I'll go back and I'll change, like, a line or two and, like, completely flip the meaning of the poem, where it's often a very bittersweet poem, which is ironic because that is also the name of this podcast. Or you might know it as BSN podcast because bittersweet necessity is too long of a title and you guys probably would not know how to spell necessity because neither do I that's why I kind of also shortened it 
Not that I don't know how to spell necessity, because I do. I'm not going to spell it right now, because I'm- this isn't a spelling bee. <laughs> Why am I being so cheesy and awkward right now? It's ridiculous. It's also, like, really, really early in the morning, and I shouldn't be recording this, but I am, because I'm so behind on this filming schedule. Well, recording schedule. I need to stop saying that. Either I need to stop saying that, or I need to start taking videos of me recording these, because then, technically, I wouldn't be wrong. I'm spiraling right now. Yo, I'm so tired. It's not even funny. Okay, so there's a few other ones. Like, this one I really wanted to turn into a song, but I also am a person aspiring to have a podcast, not have a SoundCloud account and make, you know, SoundCloud music, which nothing against people that do that. I just don't have enough confidence, nor do I have the voice, and I can't sing. However, on another note, I am kind of looking for someone to be my first guest host on this, so if you're interested, you could send me a DM, or, you know, this actually something I should say before I read this poem is BSN Podcast is now available on Apple Music, it's available on Spotify, it's also available on Anchor, which I am extremely thankful for Anchor for helping me with this podcast. I don't know what I'd do without them. Um, we also have a Twitter account now, which is pretty cool. So you can follow me, well, this podcast on Twitter under BSN Podcast or Podcast BSN, and you'll find a lotus flower for the um, little icon, and it'll say, hey stranger, welcome to Bittersweet Necessities personal Twitter account. Stay updated when new episodes are released. And it it also has a link to YouTube, because I'm starting a YouTube channel, apparently. Um, apparently it's popular in Japan that I start a YouTube channel, which there's no videos on it now. But, um, yeah, so if you click on the link to go to YouTube, it'll say this channel does not have any content. And that is story of my life. This person does not have any content. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I, I'd really appreciate it if you guys um, just uh, followed it, this podcast on Twitter. If you guys have any, like, suggestions of s topics I can talk about. Or, you know, you could just tell me on Twitter. Be like, hey, stop making podcasts. That would be really great for more poetry and give me more content. Also, I was really debating. This is all over the place, by the way, because I have no idea what I want to talk about because... I, um, don't have a linear schedule for this yet. I'm a mess, and it's very, um, it's well known that I'm a mess. But, you know, you either love it or you hate it, or you don't talk to me. It's cool. I don't care. But at the same time, I do, and this is why. Um, people that know me, um, I always make jokes about, like, zodiac signs and all of that, because I am... I'm not going to tell you my zodiac sign, but, you know, if you're into zodiac, you could probably already tell, <laughs> considering I, um, switch my point of view 24-7, and people consider me a two-faced bitch, but, you know, that's besides the point. Anywho's, um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter, <laughs> follow us on Twitter under, um, podcast BSN, and you can live tweet when you're listening to this. Or just tweet like, hey, I like your podcast. Or, hey, I hate the podcast. You know, do whatever you think is right. Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be making content. And I'll also let you guys know um, 
when episodes are coming out or best way to get them and yeah so let's get her done i hate myself for saying that jesus that was a mistake and a half i'm overtired i need to sleep on another note i was going to um read you guys this uh nice verse that i have for a song that will never ever be released because i'm not good enough for that but you know maybe you guys could steal my poems and steal like lines from them and make them into really big hits you know just i mean i don't have any copyrights on any of this <laughs> um anyway back to this like i don't even know what this is but it's um i guess a song or it's poetry it's really crappy poetry <laughs> so it's all computer generated nothing for your benefit social media intoxicated luck has nothing to do stop looking all distracted trying to act like i'm irrelevant and start acting like you wish i saw through your lies couldn't even look me in my eyes because now i despise my insecurities are on the rise hopefully you'll see it too wishing for a better future for me not you Future's looking grim, wishing I could go back when I didn't even know you. Nothing but betrayal. You'd be better off in jail, because life's better without you. And I stole that from Halsey, because she is my favorite person in the whole entire world. And I'd say, Halsey, if you're listening to this, I'd love you. But Halsey is never going to listen to my podcast. What am I kidding? <laughs> I also have a bunch of, like, my notes in my phone are so unorganized. Like, I try to make them organized, and then it just doesn't work, so I give up, which is fun. I also have, um, I don't know, I write out posts before I post them on social media, and, like, I have this one where the title of the note is Sentimental Post, because I'm shallow like that. I'm beyond thankful to have this little girl in my life, and words can't describe how blessed I am to be her mother. My only regret is being ashamed of my pregnancy. This is the only photo I took of my bump because I felt like my pregnancy was an inconvenience. Wow. I did not read that before I started reading it. That's not being shallow. That's me being really sad. But yeah, I only have one picture of me being pregnant. I posted it on social media the other day on Instagram, which you can follow. It's bittersweet necessity. And majority of it is just really bad selfies or pictures of my little one and also like podcast news which eh. it's also me talking about how much I want to live in Boston and how much I don't want to be in New York anymore and I only have 374 followers which I mean I guess it's okay but you know then I look at other people who have like 2,000 and I've known these kids since, like, kindergarten, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how you have that many, um, followers. On another note, um, I posted a picture of my belly when I was pregnant, and before any rumors started taking off about, like, oh shit, Mary's pregnant again, I had to put in quotation marks, not pregnant again, keep swiping, because it was a post about my little one. I can't believe she's getting so big. She's literally my world. And I said literally in a sentence, I need to go back to school. <laughs> On another note, um, I have been like keeping up to date with a lot of people that I went to um, 
school with on social media and I just have to say like I'm proud of a lot of you if you're listening to this because you know seeing like all of us grow up together and now everyone's pursuing their careers and their future I'm just really really proud of you guys and that's cool also as I'm scrolling through Instagram right now because I have nothing else to do nor anything else to talk about um the Shane Dawson palette kind of was released, like the mini controversy and then the um the uh the mini controversy and then the conspiracy palette. Wow, a lot of you just got really mad at me that I didn't memorize that off the top of my head. I was so mad because I really wanted to buy that and because I'm really in- irresponsible with my money and I buy things that I probably shouldn't have because um Just like with this podcast, I kind of bought a bunch of really expensive equipment for it, and um, I'm obsessed with making everything perfect. Like, I'm wearing these headphones, which I probably shouldn't have bought because I could have used earbuds, but where's the fun in that? Um, And the mic I have right now is kind of expensive, and I couldn't even figure out that I was using the wrong setting the whole entire time for the last um, episode, and I couldn't figure out why the quality was so bad. Back to what I was saying. I really wanted to get that palette, and because I work overnights, um, I set an alarm that um, I'd wake up on the time when it was being released. I woke up like two hours after, and then I went to check, and then I was like, oh, their website's down. So that was a whole thing. Um, I'm really like happy for them, though. Like I don't even know Shane Dawson or Jeffree Star outside of what they do online obviously, because I'm just this random girl sitting on her couch recording a podcast, and they are these, like, millionaires on YouTube and all of these social media platforms, and I don't know, I kind of, like, saw their journey, and I've been watching their videos for a very long time, like the nerd that I am, (laughs) and I don't know, it made me really, really happy, and they're kind of developing this, like, cute little friendship, too, which I think is so, so, so cute. And I'm really sad that I couldn't buy the palettes. But you know what? There's always next time when they um, make more and more money because people will keep on buying them until, you know, they're once again out of stock. Which I'm not even that great at makeup. I just think it looks pretty and I want to get better at makeup. And yeah, I'm good at eye makeup. Just foundation whenever I wear it. I look like a clown. So I try to just make sure that I have clear skin, but lately I've been breaking out. None of you need to know any of this. (laughs) Why am I talking about my acne issue? And it's all because of stress, but you know what? It's cool. We're cool. Everything's fine. Back to what I was saying before, I'm just really happy that they were able to collab, and I really, really want the palette, but you know what? It's cool. I'll just get it when (laughs) they, um, because they already have like pre-orders because they already sold out it's crazy on another note um I was debating on whether or not I wanted to read this story that I wrote it's really sad but you know what I feel like it's that time in the episode where you know I'm gonna make my viewers cry a little bit because it was right around like a half hour of listening when a lot of people were messaging me saying that oh my goodness, your podcast is making me cry, so let's make you cry again, except not with, um, you know, the normal cheesy, uh, like, the story of my life stuff, because I'm not talking about my past right now, 
I'm going to read a little story that I wrote about, um, it was for creative writing, like I talked earlier in the episode, about, um, this, we had to do an assignment where our, um, we had to read a, well, we had to write a story based off of a receipt that we, um, ended up, (sighs) we ended up having to write a story about what, um, was on a receipt, and I ended up writing this really, really sad story about, um, this guy falling in love with a girl, and it was sad. Um, that's if I can find it now. I really should have all this ready beforehand, but, you know, I love talking for nothing anyway. (laughs) Um, so, I have a lot of, like, I haven't gone through my school account since I graduated, so it's all really messed up. I was really good at writing, too. I was very, like, well-versed with everything that I was saying. I knew what I wanted to talk about. I was I was decent, and now it's just everything that comes out of my mouth. I sound like a typical teenage I'm not even a teenager anymore I'm I guess I'm considered an adult I don't consider myself an adult what am I talking about (laughs) okay okay let's find this story that I wrote is it not in this google docs I'm gonna be so sad if I lost this story it's not even funny like I will be so 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 sad wait no I think I found it Oh, I found some really sad stuff. Okay. Um. Wow. I'm sorry, I'm just reading through a lot of this. And it's dark. (laughs) Okay, can we find the last copy of English essay? Is this it? No, that's not. That's about euthanasia. Which, that was an interesting article that we had to, um, we had to write about. Oh, there's also other ones. Where is this story? Come on, dude. Okay. Okay, I found it. So, wow, it took me four minutes to find this, so it better be a good story. It's been two years since I read this, so I apologize if I slip up on words or two. Because reading out loud is not my best suit, as you guys have already (laughs) heard. Um, I'm also kind of just trying to fill time and show that I used to be really well um, versed with literature and I'm a smart person, but I'm currently not going to school and I guess you're only smart if you're going to school. That's a mood right there. Someone doesn't quote me, I'll be sad. Okay, so, um, this is a story I wrote for creative writing, and, um, so the background of this is we, we ended up getting these receipts, we had to pick from a thing, and I, on the receipt that I received, it was for this person that bought, like, $200 worth of sushi from a really expensive, um, like, restaurant in New York City, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's literally my spirit animal. I, that's something that I would do, like, spend money irrationally on food 
in New York City. And um, so I really connected with this person. But, <laughs> oh my goodness, the guy's name was Alexander. And I don't know, I think it's a really interesting story. And um, so the other part of the assignment was we had to go kind of like people watching, which is borderline stalking. Um, but we got it passed by the school. That sounds so weird for those of you that did not go to the same high school that I did. Um, so we ended up going into this Barnes and Nobles and it's also a bookstore and everything. And so we all kind of separated and we had to find someone and get their characteristics. Well, I, because I'm the overachiever that I am, <laughs> there was two people that I got all of their characteristics and I wrote them into my story. And being the sadist that I am, I made a really, really, like, amazing love story about these two people. And, but it's also sad. Just warning you. Um, I read it to a few people and they cried, so I'm sorry in advance if I make you cry. <laughs> so it's called A Silent Night because, you know, Christmas. And Christmas is coming up. I don't care if it's, what is it today? Today is November 6th. It's already Christmas in my head. <laughs> no, uh, anyway, back to this. So, I need to stop stalling. <laughs> okay, so, a silent night. New York City has always been breathtaking. The skyscrapers with magical lights that dance through Times Square as the sun sets with something out of a fairy tale. However, Christmas in the Big Apple is the most magical time of year full of love, family, and Christmas cheer. I just threw up a little because that rhymed. <laughs> kidding, kidding. That's just my sense of humor. Back to the story. The pleasant charm of the city was too familiar with Alexander. As a child of Japanese immigrants, the city was something out of a dream. It gave his family hope. Hope that maybe they would be able to leave their small rickety apartment in their ah, I don't want to like have culture appropriation or any of that like drama because I'm a little white girl and I wrote this story about someone that I saw well, I'm a terrible person anyway back to this back to this I'm skipping over that part <laughs> okay so hope that one day they could live together and have the American dream who would have thought that 30 years that's that in 30 years that small boy would become the king of wall street and forget his roots a man in a city blind blinded from the wonder and charm until he met morgan that's a little um prequel to the book that will never be published um sorry about that rant in the middle of it i just haven't read this in two years and you know, now we live in cancelled culture and I don't want to be cancelled on the second episode of my podcast or have it, like, come back to bite me in the ass. Alright. Back to the story. <laughs> Alexander sat at his desk, gazing down at the calendar. A date etched in crimson drew his eye. December 20th, 2018. Enraged, Alexander shredded the page and returned to his desk. His jet black hair glid through his fingers as he slugged into his leather chair. He never allowed himself to grieve the loss of his parents. Every year the date would pass and Alex would continue to work on whatever project he could get his hands on just to avoid the topic. In a daze, Alexander did not hear his receptionist when she walked into his large office. 
Her hands shivered as she stood behind his desk, waiting for a response. She attempted to attain his attention. Sir, she said as her voice quaked. He was silent. Her voice was as quiet as a mouse as she spoke again. Sir, your two o'clock appointment's here. He turned to her as he sat in his large leather chair. His stone-cold gaze pierced into her eyes. Then let him in, Alexander growled, causing the poor girl to jump. She swiftly left the room to retrieve the investors. After work, Alexander walked. Ah, I'm already out of breath. <laughs> okay, back to the story. I need to stop interrupting. After work, Alexander always walks the same route to his penthouse on Charles Street. However, his way home had been strayed from his daily routine. Migraine, an active guest in Alexander's life because the stress of being a multimillionaire, oh, how hard. <laughs> he desperately needed a double shot espresso to ease his pain. He rushed to the nearest Starbucks to medicate his madness. That's when he saw her. As he entered through the cafe's doors, a petite brunette barista rushed past him and raced through the cafe. Her long curly locks bounced as she arrived at the register to clock in. She turned to her manager with a look of distress on her face and muttered, I'm really sorry for being late, Angie. I had to drop off Allison at preschool. I promise this won't happen again. She returned to her register. Alexander walked up to the counter and admired her beauty. He ordered his double-shot espresso and sat down at a table with a perfect view of the barista station. Ironically, all of this I wrote before I started working at the place I worked at, so I don't even want to hear that come out of anyone's mouth, <laughs> considering half the names are from people <laughs> that I've worked with. Back to the story. As he uh, waited for his drink, he observed the way the small girl made each drink with ease. However, after a few minutes, he could hear her mumble. If I have to make another hot chocolate, I'm going to fucking scream to her fellow co-worker. She uh, caught Alexander watching her and quickly finished his drink. She coasted past the barista counter as she briskly walked to the table. She noticed how his jet black hair and crisp white shirt shone in the sunlight. Her small feet came to a halting stop as he quickly rose to retrieve the drink. Startled, she jumped and the espresso shot shot out of her hands and plastered itself all over his crisp white dress shirt. Her face turned beet red as she rushed to get napkins to fix her mistake. I'm so sorry, sir, she yelped and uh, dabbed his shirt with crumpled napkins. If someone had done something like that to him earlier in the day, he would have had their head, and they would have been fired on the spot. However, there was something different about her. For a minute, he was kind, which didn't happen often for Alexander. It's alright. It was my fault. No need to stress over this, miss. He uh, said with a grin. Her face turned from its beet, right, beet red to a soft rose pigment. Wow, I was really, really good at writing. Anyway, back to the story. She had bright blue eyes that shone like the sun. What? Oh, she had bright blue eyes that shone in the sun. Those bright blue eyes gazed into his soul and melted his cold heart. He never saw someone so breathtaking, and for a moment he realized what love felt like. 
Her cheeks remained rosy, but her pale complexion returned as she noticed the black stain she had created on his priceless shirt. She insisted on replacing it, but he refused. Alexander spent the rest of the afternoon in that cafe until he finally returned home. The next day, returning to work was difficult. Alexander could not focus on his projects because that little barista flooded his mind and heart. He needed to see her again. He realized how could he find her if he didn't even know her name. He spent his day avoiding his projects and daydreaming about his newfound love. Evening came, and he returned to the cafe, attempting to find the lovely girl he had met the night before. He ordered his typical double-shot espresso and sat at the same table. Hours passed, and he began to lose hope. Just as he put on his Amari, uh, Armani, see, I'm too poor to know all these fancy brands, but you know, I threw them in the story. <laughs> Just as he put on his Armani coat, he saw her. She passed through the doors with snowflakes nestled into her hair like bunnies snuggled in their den. Her cheeks rosy once again, almost frostbitten, but she was just as beautiful. In her arms, she held a sleeping toddler. The little girl clutched to her mother with such tight... Um, her... Nah, 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 nah. I'm getting all sentimental now, I'm sorry. The little girl clutched to her mother with such a tight grip, the sight brought a tear to Alexander's eye. That moment, he knew she would... Wow, I'm getting all choked up. Wow, okay. Sorry. I'm, like, ruining the story for you guys. That moment, he knew he wanted to keep... Mm, I can't read anymore. That moment, he knew he would stay with him forever. Not only was she a beautiful young woman, but also a loving mother. That's why it was hard to read that line. I kind of, um mimicked it off of a person I want to be when I, I'm I was older at that time I also was really young when I wrote this anywho's she noticed the familiar face and walked over to the table and took a seat the child still nestled in her arms sniffed but s still was fast asleep she began to whisper with a sly grin I just came in to pick up my paycheck I never expected to see you again she once again insisted on paying for the dress shirt that she soiled, but Alexander had saw, had something else in mind. He placed his winter coat in the booth adjacent from the table and motioned for her to lay the child down and rest her tired arms. After she laid the child down, Alexander began to whisper, You insist on paying for my soiled shirt, but you need to spend all your money on that beautiful bundle of joy. She deserves your money. Don't waste it on a man like me. The girl smiled and jokingly, and joked about the encounter they had. She told Alexander that her name was Morgan and explained how her husband was a pilot for the Air Force. With a tear in her eye, she told him about her life story. His plane was shot down in Afghanistan two years ago today. This time of year is always tough on the both of us. Alexander understood how she felt and sympathized with her and told her, her the story of his parents. They talked for hours about their lives before parting ways for the night. However, before they said their goodbyes, Morgan invited Alexander to come over to her house for Christmas. Christmas had arrived. Alexander, for the first time since his parents' death, took the day off. The dreaded holiday that he knew had meaning in his heart. 
He woke up early and rushed to the store to buy gifts for his love and her amazing little girl. He brought the little girl countless toys. Well, he bought the little girl countless toys and dresses fit for a princess. Money was only an object in his eyes, and he wanted all he wanted to do was to make them happy. He briskly trotted through the store, attempting to find the perfect gift for his newfound love. There was a necklace almost as beautiful as her. It hung there, enticing him to come closer, and he had to obey. Its blue diamonds shimmered in the department store jewelry case. Ironically, the diamonds etched, the na etched her name across the golden chain. He quickly purchased the expensive necklace and darted out of the store. He raced down Lexington Avenue with countless wrapped gifts in his hand. Alexander never felt more alive. Although it was nearly a blizzard, Alexander's love guided him the way, and the GPS on his phone helped out. <laughs> From a distance, he saw his love through uh, her apartment window. She wore a festive red dress with a Santa hat. He could see her singing Christmas carols to her beloved little girl. At that moment, he felt at peace. He continued to walk in the snow, becoming overjoyed with the sight that he saw. He didn't hear the threatening voices approaching him. And then a loud gunshot rang through the city. Alexander felt excruciating pain through his abdomen as he looked down. He saw was blood, and everything went dark. Morgan paced her apartment, frantically waiting for her new love. She turned on the radio to listen to the Christmas carols. She sang and sang with her little girl, and for a moment she almost forgot about all the pain of losing her husband. She finally felt love and was at peace. Suddenly, a gunshot echoed. Frightened, she peered out the window. She saw a group of men in black suits surrounding a lifeless body. It appeared the man was gripping gifts. I'm sorry. It appeared the men were ripping gifts out of the man's arms. She rushed to uh, the landline and called the police. She returned to the window, and at a closer glance, she noticed that the lifeless body had jet black hair that contrasted in the snow. Her stomach turned. Her eyes then uh, drew to the man's suit. It was covered in crimson, and the liquid began to pour and pour and stain in the snow. She noticed the stain, the black stain, that she had left on a crisp white shirt. Her heart sank. She fell to her knees faster than the tears falling from her eyes. Allison, go to your room. I need to go outside and help Alex. Morgan could barely hold back the tears when she spoke. Allison obeyed her mother and went to her room. Morgan then dashed to uh, her door, turned the lock, and, and frantically darted down the stairs. By the time Morgan arrived at the bottom of the steps, she was hysterical. She bursted through the front door and saw Alex's body covered in snow. She frantically ra raced across the road. Car horns blazed, but she was unfazed. All she could think about was... Alexander balancing between life and death. She threw herself into the snow and held his lifeless body, tested his pulse, and only made out a faint heartbeat. Her eyes opened, his eyes opened slightly, and once 
they were sh strong. Ah, I'm getting all chills. I'm so sorry. It's been a while since I read this. His eyes opened slightly, and his once strong brown eyes were now dim. He, he smiled and wiped her tears. Don't cry for me, Morgan, he said faintly. You gave me life and loved me when no one else could. He cringed violently and clutched his gunshot wound. I thought it would be funny to wear the shirt that you the shirt that you soiled, but the stain is now covered in blood. Alexander said with a slight chuckle. Morgan wiped her tears one more time, but from holding him, she now had blood smeared across her face. She looked at him with pitiful eyes. Don't die on me, Alex. You can't die. I already lost one love. I can't lose you, too. She began to hyperventilate. She leaned in and gave him a tender kiss on the top of his head. And at that moment, within his last breath, he mouthed, I love you. His eyes slowly dimmed and his strong body went limp. Moments later, the ambulance arrived and took his body away. Yeah, so, um, that's my story. See, I was so happy. I developed the characters, and it was so nice. And then I had to ruin it <laughs> with, um, my sadistic nature. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed that story and some of my poetry. Um, yeah, I have a lot more poems like that. So if you guys are interested, well, not even poems. I have a lot more stories and just kind of dark like like happy and then sad and then I don't know it's very it's an interesting writing style that I developed I kind of think I developed it because I don't know I was living in denial about my own personal situation so it's like yeah let's just kill everyone at the end of the story and make everyone sad <laughs> um but I don't know that's one of my personal favorites that I've written I have a lot more so if you guys are interested in hearing some of my other writing, um, you guys can tweet. I, to be completely honest, I feel like I'm failing my generation because I've never used Twitter. So this is my, my first time using Twitter and it's not even for me. Um, but yeah, so it's podcast BSN. You can follow me there. You can follow on Instagram under bittersweet necessity. That's my personal account. And I'll keep you guys updated when I release more um, episodes. So on that note, I should probably end this considering it's 54 minutes. And um, thank you guys for listening once again. I promise more episodes will come out on Wednesdays. And stay tuned because let's see how far we can spread the word about this. And the next episode I'll talk more about my past. And it'll be a more like kind of like sad episode that... I mean, I'm hoping, like, to do every other episode, like, one, um, about stuff that I'm doing now, and, like, my literature, and my poetry, and everything else, and then the next one will be a, a story about my past, or a very personal situation, or, um, or have a guest on this. If you're interested in being a guest on this, just let me know, and thank you for listening. Bye, stranger. Okay, that was a really harsh way to end the episode. I'm so sorry, but you know, this is telling me I need to stop talking. All right, bye guys. <laughs>